Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. It's the Black Health 365 podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside. After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle 365 days of the year should be a daily choice. Here at the Black Health 365 podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community with trusted voices and information to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. What's good, 365ers? It's uh, Britt Daniels, your fit life coach, yogi, and entrepreneur, and this is the Black Health 365. I'm one of your co-hosts, and it's our mission to be champions of truth and change by providing y'all with personalized healthcare information and resources from trusted professionals. As y'all know, we are here to empower the Black community to make healthier choices all year long, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Greetings and salutations, 365ers. Jackie Page here, radio personality and fitness guru. Welcome to the Black Health 365 podcast. Really excited about today's conversation because one of the things that I have a love-hate relationship with is going to the dentist. Yes, we are talking about oral health today. I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with. I'm being completely transparent right now. Um, And before I release some more, okay, let me introduce our guest, Dr. Tantra Lowe. Uh, Dr. Lowe received her Doctor of Dental Surgery from the other HU, Howard University. It's, mm, yeah, I was gonna say it's all love, but mm, I went to Hampton, so yeah, I had to. Um, she has also been named uh, one of the top dentists by Consumer Research uh, Council of America. Dr. Lowe, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me here today. And, you know, I hate to tell you, but you're actually from the other HU. It's not the other way around. I love it. Smooches. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the funny thing is, is that's actually how I end my show, my radio show. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, I've done a little research. Beat you to it. <laughs> that's awesome. I absolutely love it. Well, Doctor, uh, we like to do these uh the initial start of these these conversations, a little check-in. Um, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling awesome. And I use that word not loosely all the time because I feel that, you know, having an awesome day is a part of having an awesome life, living your best life and being able to hopefully transport that awesome energy to others. So I'm doing fantastic today and awesome at the same time. So thank you for asking. 
I love how you I love how you said that. Well said. <laughs> Very well said. Jackie, what's the knowledge? What's happening with you? You see, I'm over here like period, 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 period. You know, it's so crazy how people's energy can like be transferred over to you. Like Dr. Lowe, the way you came up here and was just like, I'm awesome, I'm amazing, I'm phenomenal. That's what I said. And I said what I said, period. Literally just like just rubbed off on me um and absolutely loved it. So I'm I'm good. I'm awesome. Like Dr. Lowe, I'm I'm phenomenal. See, there you go. I love it. Brett, how you handle? How you holding? How you doing? Before we got on the call, you know, Dr. Uh, has said something uh, about self-awareness. Right now, I'm in a, in a, in a period of self-awareness and self-exploration. Um, I've been deepen uh, deepening my yoga practice. Um, as a 365ers know, I'm a yogi. And uh, I've been learning from a lot of gurus and, and, and beautiful instructors. And in that process, um, yoga in itself is a, uh, a science of self-exploration. And that's actually today's Dharma Talk. So doctor, just to let you know, we do these things called Dharma Talks, which is a small sermon just to set the tone for the conversation. Um, and today's Dharma Talk is uh, diving into self-exploration, diving into self-awareness uh, and cultivating it, right? And that looks like creating curiosity calls, letting curiosity guide you in your day, uh, learning your inner landscapes, discovering thoughts, feelings, and patterns, and sitting with those, embracing uncertainty, and, and there you find growth that lies in the unknown, being present and mindful, um, observing things without what we call in the Buddhist world uh, attachments, and um, unveiling wisdom, insights that we learn from direct experiences from our lives, and when we sit with them and be open to it, it can provide us with new experiences and new perspectives, which just shudders all con uh, concepts right and in that process we understand that truth is 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 eternal we continue to grow in ourselves and so um that's where i'm at today um i'm excited to have today's conversation about oral health um i say that to say as a black man who is a co-host of this show um due to the way i was growing up and due to maybe just some things i need to address in myself i don't go to the doctor a lot i don't go to the dentist a lot and so there are a lot of things that I'm, I'm very interested in learning. And I will say this, though. I did not go to the dentist. And I will admit this to the 365ers. I did not go to the dentist for about two years. Right. But about two months ago, I went to the dentist for the first time and I got it. It was $5,000. <laughs> so <laughs> it was not cheap. Uh, but uh, I'm very in, in, invested, invested into my, um, my oral health now. So I'm, had a, I'm, I'm here to have a great conversation. Yes. Awesome. And congratulations to you on that. That's amazing. That was a big shift. You go from not going to the dentist at all to going and they were like on the day I went in, they were like, bro, you came here with a mission. I was like, look, I'm getting my teeth clean and I want y'all to give me some new teeth at the same time. <laughs> they were like, I dropped some money. That so <laughs> speaking of teeth cleaning, Britt, and this may be, you know, getting all up in your business. Um, you know, prior to you going to the dentist, were you like brushing and flossing twice a day? Look at Absolutely. Me. I brush my teeth in water twice a day. Like I have, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a public speaker. I'm in front of people all the time. So I'm constantly brushing my teeth. Cause Are you flossing? Flossing could be better. Yes. Flossing could be better. A hundred percent could be better, but <laughs> I do brush my teeth. Um, but despite that, despite brushing my teeth consistently and flossing inconsistently for two years without going to the dentist, I was still starting to build up like from drinking coffee and, and drinks, like I want to say plaque. I don't know what you will have a conversation about what it is, but it was like my teeth were getting darker in places than I would like. Uh, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. 
So part of the reason I asked that question is because when we do have the doctor on, but then I also saw an article recently about um, people who like don't floss and who don't take care of their teeth, um, it increasing their chances of dementia. Um, I have actually heard of bad oral health causing stuff like heart disease, but didn't know that dementia now falls into that. So that's actually one of the reasons why I asked, because I'm just like, you ain't been in two years. Have you heard of like, as a trainer, did you like, did you know that bad oral health, and not to say that your oral health was horrible, um, but considering that you ain't been in a minute, could be better. Um, but yeah, that's just something I was wondering, like, did you know that, you know, oral health can impact other areas and other things in your life? Uh, well, I forget my keys a lot. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I have some former dementia, early dementia. I'm <laughs> constantly losing things. So maybe I didn't know there was a correlation between flossing my teeth and losing my keys. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, what are your thoughts on, um, you know, this article um, that I read where, you know, not flossing, not taking care of your oral health can lead to now they're saying dementia. Well, it's absolutely true. And also, uh, unfortunately, it's the pathogens or the germs that actually lead to um, sometimes bad breath, sometimes development of gum disease or periodontitis is what we actually call that. All of those things can be linked. It's called an oral systemic link, which means that what happens in your mouth doesn't just stay in your mouth. What happens in your mouth actually has a total impact on the rest of your body, ranging from your brain dealing with dementia, to your heart with heart disease, your pancreas, um, all types of other organs in the body can be impacted simply because of poor oral hygiene or no hygiene at all. And, and just to um, your point, uh, it has not been honestly just you, you who has not gone to the dentist. I mean, COVID came. COVID came, had an impact on us. There are some patients I haven't seen in four years and they're just showing up. And guess what? Yes, they have some issues. Some of them don't. That's unexpected. However, it's still great when they are able to come back in to the office, rejoin the family, and just understand that their oral health now can take a front seat as opposed to a back seat waiting on COVID to get over. So I understand totally. And that was my reason. That was one of my reasons too. I didn't. COVID happened. Yeah. And I'll give you that. COVID, you know, I took a break. Um, from going to the dentist because of COVID. Um, but the minute that I was able to go back in, I was like, let me go back in here um, because I have, um, I guess my teeth are like close together. So if I don't go and get my teeth cleaned regularly, I do have and have experienced problems. So I'm that type of person that I'm like, I'm going to the dentist. I actually have to go three times a year um, because of issues that I've had before and the fact that my teeth are so close together. Um, so I, I guess that would lead me to my question. My next question, doctor, is how often should somebody see or go to the dentist or, or, or go get their teeth checked? Great question. And the um, usual answer is at least twice a year. So we do recommend highly that you come to see your dentist at least twice a year so that one, you can determine if there's anything that's going on. You can get cleaned up. Uh, you can make sure that you keep anything that's developing at bay because prevention is so much better than treatment. So if you can prevent any treatment uh, from being necessary, the better off you're going to be. Uh, to your point also though, Jackie, sometimes you do have to go in more than twice a year. Some patients have to come in three times a year, four times a year. Um, honestly, sometimes I have patients who have to come and see us every other month for various reasons. Maybe they have some sort of medical condition that causes them to have 
uh, build up sooner. Maybe they just have excess saliva flow in the mouth. And unfortunately, with some other things going on in their body and the chemistry, they actually have so much going on with plaque, tartar, um, things of that nature. And they have to come in sooner. And sometimes, honestly, they just have a tendency to eat different foods and drink different liquids that actually cause a lot of discoloration, uh, especially if they have crowded teeth. And sometimes that will be a reason why they come in more frequently. But again, um, twice is typical. Uh, we do suggest at a minimum twice a year, but sometimes we do suggest three, four, and like I said, up to two uh, month intervals as well. So I didn't know that people were, I thought like I was seeing the dentist a lot by going three times a year. So the fact that you're saying like people come in every other month is blowing me away. I'm like, okay, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. No, you're not. And like I said, you know, it's not that common, but we do have sometimes people who do have to do that. So again, take the advice of your doctor, uh, make sure that you're coming in when uh, it is being uh uh, promoted to you to do so because again the whole goal is to reduce the likelihood of getting any type of of, of painful uh, treatment because unfortunately people always like to connect pain with the dentist but that doesn't always have to be the case it doesn't <laughs> doctor i want to take a, a grand step back um a, a very more than preliminary question i want to ask you just as a black woman what led you to dentistry in the first place Ah, awesome question. Uh, I have a different story in that I actually was an officer in the United States Army. And so I was a full-time uh, officer being deployed, being uh, moved every two years with my family. And honestly, I just got to a point where I realized that if I am going to move, uh, that would be, of course, if I continued my career in the military. If I was going to have to move every two years, I wanted to do the same thing every time I moved. I didn't want to have to learn a new job. I wanted to still serve soldiers. I still wanted to be a part of the military. I still wanted to have those relationships and do those things in terms of learning and growth. But I just wanted to do the same thing every time I went. Um, and somewhere in the back of my mind, you know how sometimes um, uh, seas are planted. Seas are planted sometimes. And there was a, a, a female and a male that I met when I was a freshman at Alabama a &M University in Huntsville, Alabama. That's where my uh, initial alma mater is. And they were the only two people of color that I had ever heard say they were there to study uh, dentistry or they wanted to do the things necessary so they could be a dentist. I had never, ever heard anyone say that. Had never seen a black dentist. I'm going to be even more transparent and frank and let you know that I had not gone to the dentist before I was a freshman in college. And it's because I was from a small rural town. Um, unless your parents worked at the local factory, you didn't have dental insurance. Nobody even knew anything about that. Uh, there may have been a clinic nearby, but honestly, I never went. Uh, I just knew I didn't want my teeth to be yucky and nasty from seeing other people in my community. I just knew I didn't want that. But I think all of those things rolled up together and it was just a culmination. And when I just got tired of moving, I decided I wanted to do something more for, again, soldiers. I wanted to do something more for me. And dentistry seemed like a great answer. On the same note, and this may be like a really random question, as a dentist, what's your favorite thing to do? Like, is it feelings? Is it, is it root canals? Is it cleanings? What's your favorite thing? I actually like um, orthodontic movement. That you talked about a little bit earlier. I love seeing the results that patients get um, from having that treatment done. 
I love seeing them go from, oh, you know, I don't really know if I want to do this or if this is really going to help me. I don't know if I want to spend the time and energy being in this treatment. How is it going to impact how I eat? How is it going to impact how I speak? How is it going to impact how I interact with other people? And it's amazing to see how well they get adjusted, how well they're able to just see, yes, this can happen to you as well. I have 70 year olds who are in that treatment because they have decided that they want to do something differently about their smile. And as my uh, associate doctor said to a patient the other day, you are never too old to get healthy. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you used to be. You can always be better. I love that so much. And just from my personal experience, this is something I've never met it on the podcast or to too many people in general. Um, for so much of my life, I didn't like to smile um, because I was so ashamed of my teeth, even now, actually. Uh, and it had a big impact on my mental health and uh, how attractive I felt, even in relationships. I didn't like to smile. So like when I was like in middle school, like high school, even early parts of college, my early 20s, I always had a frown on my face. Uh, <laughs> I did not like to smile in pictures or anything. Um, and so my teeth, I had braces all four years of high school. Unfortunately, didn't want my retainer. My teeth got crowded again. And um, now I smile more. I'm, I'm a much happier person in general, but it still does. I, I still am very cognizant of how hard I smile. So I don't show too much of my gums because I have an overbite. Um, and so that oral health definitely translates into the mental space. So I, I, I hear you on that. It's, it's definitely Absolutely changing correct. Us. Yes. Very, very interesting to hear you say that, Britt. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I don't think that's something that I ever noticed. Um, and I think your smile is fine. Um, but, I, you know, I do understand we all have our own things. But I don't think I ever, that's a, yeah, that was a. a I don't tell too many people that. And anytime I tell people, like, what's wrong with your smile? But if I do have a lot of crowd. This is the way I, I guess my mouth and my lips look. Unless I specifically showed you, you wouldn't see it. But it bothers me significantly. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Happy 62nd birthday, granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, What does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Um, You know, Britt just said, doctor, that, you know, he's kind of dealt with some crowding. And I'm sure that's something that a lot of other people deal with, which is why braces are um, a big thing now. What are some other um, oral health conditions that people deal with and that they face? Uh, Well, thank you. That's a great question as well. And what I would like to say 
is that most people have no idea that they're developing what we call periodontitis or gum disease. Over 75% of the population has some form of gum disease, whether they know it or not. Bleeding gums, uh, when they floss or when they brush, um, all of those things are clues. Your body's trying to tell you something. I like to tell patients all the time, sometimes your mouth will tell me secrets. There are sometimes secrets that you don't know. Maybe there are secrets that you don't want anybody else to know, but they tell your mouth will tell me a secret. And I want to let you know what it is just in case you did know. But um, all of those things are part of learning and doing better, um, learning how to maintain your oral health in terms of reducing uh, the amount of sugars that you eat, because sugar and acid all combine together to equal up to cavities. And nobody likes cavities. And did you guys uh, know that the number one childhood disease is what we call caries or cavities? That's the number one childhood disease. It has been that way for many, many years in terms of what research has shown. Children stay out of school because they have they have pain. Sometimes we don't recognize that children's teeth hurt just like adult teeth hurt. So you have to make sure you pay attention to that if you're a parent. Um, some parents think, unfortunately, that because they're going to lose these teeth that, oh, it's okay if I don't take my child to the dentist. Um, it's, it's okay. It's fine. They're going to lose this tooth and they'll be okay. And unfortunately, that's not the case. We recommend that you bring your child in as soon as they get their first tooth. That's when I will see them. Some dentists will only see your child once they are three or more in age so they can sit a little bit you know, so that they can go in and do whatever they need to do. But if I were you, if I needed to find someone else to see my child, I would because those teeth as a child are very, very important as they grow up, you know. And so I just always like to tell people that make sure you take your child to the dentist no later than at least year one, because, again, we want to get them accustomed to the sounds and the sights and all the things that happen in dentistry that can be fun. Come to the dentist can be fun. Now, it cannot be fun as well. I had a lot of patients today who came in and it wasn't that fun. Um, but, you know, we try to make the environment as nice as we can and as cool uh, and calm and as soothing as possible so that they can at least know that their dentist cares about them. And we're going to talk a little bit more than just about teeth and gums. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about, you know, maybe they're getting IV therapy uh, when they go abroad. Maybe they've gone on a trip that they want to tell me about because maybe I want to go there too. So, you know, we talk a little bit more than just about teeth and gums and that makes your appointment a little bit easier because not everybody likes the sounds and not everybody likes the drills and the needles. And I don't even like to use that N word. Uh, we try to keep N's, T's and P's that stands for needles, uh, pain and trauma. We try to keep that out of our vocabulary. It's funny you say that because I feel like in my life, I've never had a bad dentist, fortunately. Like, That's I feel like awesome. all my dentists always have my doctors, yes. Dentists, I feel like they always got personality. I feel like they always got a great, <laughs> me personally, at the ones I've experienced. Jack is looking like, I don't know about you, dog. <laughs> I, I have actually, like, I've experienced, because of radio, you know, kind of, so I'm a radio personality. I've bounced around a few times. Um, I've actually experienced some horrible dentists. Um, like to the point where when they're doing like my teeth scan and I understand it's not going to be a completely comfortable process, but I feel like literally you're about to just pull my jaw out. Like I was crying, even with like cleanings, I've had some crying situations, which is part of the reason why, um, I, the dentist that I did find, I've been going to him for like the last 10 years at this point. I, I kid you not. 
Um, I will go to him. I will drive back home to Charlotte, North Carolina to go see him because to your point, doctor, you know, his team is great. The conversation is great. Yeah, it, there are some things that may not be super comfortable, but they're really nice and really good about walking me through it. They know that, okay, this is, I've had some trauma experiences in the past, so they're gonna work me through it. Um, I've had to have a few feelings before, and I remember getting my first feeling, and the first thing before I got the feeling that the uh, doctor said is, he was like, you know, cause we were talking maybe a few days beforehand. He was like, bring some headphones so you can listen to music. I was like, I can do that. He was like, yeah. He was like, bring some headphones so you can listen to music so you don't have to hear the drilling. He was like, you know, if you need my dental assistant to hold your hand while I'm giving you the Novocaine, like, um, or you know, the, the numbing medicine, like, you know, we can do that. He was phenomenal. So to that point, um, you know, finding the right dentist makes this process a lot easier. And that's part of the reason why I make it a point to go to the dentist now is because I actually trust the dentist that I have. Before, there wasn't a lot of trust. I didn't feel like you you care, but you didn't care because I'm over here being thrown all over the place. Um, and I felt like you're gonna, like I said, rip my gums out of my mouth. Um, but that really did help, my, help me um, get a lot more comfortable with going to the dentist is just having somebody that I felt like, yeah, you cared about my mouth, but you also cared about like just my sanity walking into the door as well. That's a sign for 365ers listening to hear like, yeah, hopefully you can trust your dentist. And those are like signs that the dentist, dentist really cares about you. This whole conversation, one quick more um, personal experience is unlocking a memory from my childhood, talking about unfun experiences at a dentist's office. Do you remember Jackie putting your mouth in like this mold that was like, uh flavored right. doctor do you know what i'm talking about i don't know what that mold oh, yeah. was it for your fluoride did it foam in your mouth foam in the mouth and made me throw up mm -hmm. that was fluoride. It. Yes. yeah I used you know we don't use that too much these days we use something that, that is actually painted on your teeth so you don't have to worry about that that taste drizzling down your throat so yes the last time i went to the dentist i actually got the painted on fluoride that was my first time getting it i loved it it was great. what flavor did you get? Um, what did she give me? Um, because <laughs> that matters. I think it was like, was it mint? I think it was like a peppermint. <laughs> I think it was like a minty situation. So I found a, a dentist up here in Atlanta, tried her out. Um, so she's the person that I'll go to in between because, like I said, I do three visits a year. So she'll be my, I guess, my second visit, and then I'll go back to Charlotte for my um my first and third visit um but she yeah she's like yeah we got this new little floor because i was expecting i was gonna get the little cup do the little garble thing she was like mm -mm, we gonna paint it on i said Girl, um no so i really enjoyed that experience that was but but to your point again things like I love that your, really yeah. new, they they help make people want to go to the dentist like i feel like you know it's gonna be a and we did have those conversations she was telling me um like she had a few places out of the country that she wanted to go i told her i just got back from brazil she was like oh i want to go there so we had a whole entire conversation about brazil but that type of stuff really does 365ers it matters like those are things that you have to pay attention to so when the doctor said that she's she she knows what she's talking about mm-hmm that's true. And, you know, I always like to say uh, very briefly that, you know, having a relationship with any healthcare provider is no different than having a relationship with um, a, a church family that you have uh, without, um, you know, feeling like you're you're an outsider, so a family that actually makes you feel like family. And also is no different than finding someone who you love to either uh, be your barber or to be your stylist or 
you know, those those relationships are real. Those relationships takes they they take time to cultivate. And once you have them cultivated, you don't want to leave because you don't want to start all over. I've been with my doctor, my regular doctor for 15 years. And guess what? I can't always get in to see her when I want to. Similar to what you just mentioned about, you know, you being away and you have to go to see other doctors in between time, but you still end up at the other doctor's office. Um, sometimes you have to determine that this is who you want to be with. This is who you want to share your knowledge and your information with. And your body is very close. We're working in the size of about a, a grapefruit. The dentist has two hands in there. The assistant has two hands unless she's holding your hand. Jacket, like you mentioned. <laughs> but, and then you have all these other things going on because you have the teeth, the gums, the lips, the tongue. You have all of those things. So again, if you're going to be in that situation and you're going to have someone that close to you, you want to be able to trust them and have a good relationship with them. Some people honestly don't care who they see as long as they get seen. And that's fine. If that's the way you want to have your relationship, that is great. Just find a dentist that you that you want to go and see and that you will go and see to preserve your oral health. Because again, like I said, prevention is key. It's easier to prevent a cavity than to treat one. There it is. Well, doctor, this question may answer multiple, but um, what types of dentists are there? Like, and by that, I mean, what type of services can dentists offer? In the space. Sure, absolutely. Mm. There are multiple uh, specialties as a part of uh, the dentistry umbrella. You have specialists that um, specifically deal with the gums and how the teeth are held up in the mouth. That's called a periodontist. You have a child dentist that's called a pediatric dentist or pedodontist. You have also dentists who um, are very familiar with um, the head and neck specialties, maybe they're surgeons and maybe they do more than just, you know, wisdom teeth extractions. That's what we mainly know them for. We send, if we need to get a tooth extracted that the dentist can't normally do, they'll send you over to see a surgeon. Um, and those are specialists as well. Um, you also have people who are specialists in actually moving teeth. Um, you talked about Brit going to uh, your dentist and actually having uh, a clear liner started. And guess what can happen when you do that? You can do that at your general dentist's office, but sometimes you have to see a specialist because you need a little bit extra care. And sometimes we have to do that. Um, and so those are the main uh, specialists that fall up under the umbrella of dentistry. Um, you have other people who do other things. Maybe they do cosmetic dentistry. Maybe they do um, a lot of placement of implants to replace teeth. Um, you also have a specialist called a prosthodontist, and that person specifically deals with um, lots of crowns and bridges and things of that nature in the mouth and trying to help rebuild your actual whole mouth sometimes because you need full mouth rehabilitation sometimes. All of those people form a wonderful link in dentistry to help patients to be able to live longer, smile brighter, smile wider and be able to, of course, like I said, smile with confidence because you should be able to smile with confidence. Speaking of smiling with confidence, I know a part of that is making sure, and you said this a few times, that you have great preventive care. Um, so what are some things that 365ers, myself, Britt, that we could be doing on a day in and day out basis to make sure that you know, in between those visits that we are taking care of our teeth, our mouth, our gums, our oral health. So when we go, we not having to get the drill put in. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, 
I appreciate that question because it makes a lot of sense. And uh, I'm going to answer the old fashioned and normal way, uh, brush and floss. But I'm going to add something else to that. I'm going to say to brush and floss correctly because there's a big difference between flossing and actually really getting in between the tooth and the gum, which is where you're trying to go. A lot of people like to use flossers, you know, the ones that go up and down. That's great. But if you're not using that floss, McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. And really, really angling the flosser to go where it's supposed to go, which is between the tooth and the gum, you're going to leave something there. You're going to leave some of that plaque there. You're going to leave some of the food there. You're going to leave some of those microscopic um, particles that unfortunately only build on each other and build on each other. And next thing you know, you got a mouthful of tartar and then your breath smells. And then you have all these other things that are going on in between when you went to the dentist the last time and you coming back. Um, I also would like to recommend to those who have a little bit of a difficulty um, with trying to remove some of that uh, hardened plaque and tartar that's on their teeth, use an electric toothbrush. You know, those things are really, really good. Uh, they're really, really good tools, I should say, in terms of helping patients to be able to um, keep their teeth as clean as possible in between their dental visits. But again, brushing and flossing, those are always the keys. You just have to make sure you do it properly and correctly. You know, sometimes you have children, if you have children or have nieces or nephews or anything like that, you know, sometimes you tell your kids to go upstairs and brush their teeth and they come down and they've been in the bathroom for 30 seconds and you're wondering, well, did you brush your teeth? And the answer is yes. And that goes to my point. Did they really clean their teeth well enough in 30 seconds to a minute? No, they didn't. So we just have to be a little bit more um, and, and uh, we just have to be a little bit more precise about what we're doing and how we're doing it. Talking about flossing, um, you're talking about flossing correctly. This was the information that I got, so I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. I was told to do it like a C, like go in like a C and floss that way. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Half C. So you go half of a C uh, curvature on one tooth because that's how the teeth are, and then another half C on the other. So absolutely. Two half Cs. The C is in the letter C equal up to one complete C. So yes, you have to get your floss in between your tooth and your gum. If you're just going up and down, you may get rid of some of the gross, that means big pieces of food that you may have left in there, but there's still gonna be particles around the gum line and that's where the germs can infiltrate and they're just like termites. They just creep down farther and farther and farther underneath the gum and the next thing you know, your gums are bleeding, they're swollen, um, you have bad breath. Sometimes you don't even know it, but if you have someone offer you a mint, Please take it and come to your dentist.
What about brushing? Is there a certain amount of time if we don't have a, or if somebody can't afford an electric toothbrush, is there like a certain amount of time that we need to be brushing for? Is it two minutes, three minutes? Two minutes is typical. I'm sorry, sir. What are you going to say? Uh, I, I just want to add to not only brushing your teeth, but also your tongue, your, and tongue. Of your mouth, the gums. You're absolutely right. Your tongue acts like a rug or a mat. And so you absolutely want to try and keep it clean as well, because you'll get a lot of germs that will embed themselves there, too. You know, germs, <laughs> germs are like those kids that don't want to leave home or those young adults that want to leave home. They want to come down to the basement <laughs> and live in mom and dad's home. Well, they can be free. And you need to let these germs be free. That means get them out of there. Uh, otherwise, they'll just stay and make themselves at home. And then that's how you end up with other diseases. And like I always tell uh, my patients, you know, germs don't just stay in your mouth because the mouth is attached to the rest of your body. And they go to other places of the body. And that's where they wreak havoc as well. I got one more um, interesting question. You know, we're, we're adults here. Most of the people who listen to this are adults. Um, in terms of oral health in relation to sexual health, right? Um, as a dentist, do you have anything to say about how improper oral health could lead to sexual disease? You have anything to say about that? I do. And it's interesting that you said that because, you know, like you said, we're all adults and we know how things happen and we know different, you know, we've all had sex ed. So, yes, there are some things that you need to be concerned with when it comes to that type of activity, specifically um, HPV. Uh, which is the human papillomavirus. Sometimes, unfortunately, if you're not careful uh, and you don't have your vaccinations in order, you can actually develop issues secondary to that type of disease process simply from putting your mouth in germs and germs and, and viral products somewhere where they shouldn't be. Because you got to remember, um, there are no cures for viruses for the most part. And so viruses, you can't take an antibiotic for it. You have to kind of let it work through your system. And sometimes those viruses will stay dormant. Without a trigger, they stay that way. That means you'll never know that anything is going on until there's a trigger. And then once there's a trigger, that's when you'll start to have all of these symptoms. So yes, you have to be very careful with things like that. And unfortunately, most people aren't asking their partners, hey, have you had your HPV vaccination yet? Most people aren't asking that. And it's getting, it, it really impacts our younger um, generation. So I would just tell everyone, please, you know, be careful out there. Your mouth is connected to the rest of your body. Your mouth is connected. I think that's a West Year 365. Uh, that's a great summary. Your mouth is connected to the rest of your body, including the mind, mm -hmm. including the brain. Um, exactly. <laughs> well, with that being said, doctor, uh, uh, we, we've had a very enlightening and um, a lot of volume of information here. Is there anything as a dentist in your profession, in your experience that you would like to leave the 365ers with? Any saying? Yes, um, I would. And thank you for the, for the opportunity. I would just like to encourage everyone to please, please, please visit your dentist. You know, don't care more about your car than your mouth because your mouth is connected to the rest of your body. A lot of times, and I know in the state of Virginia where we are, we, we are mandated to take our cars to get them inspected. We will take our car, but we won't take our mouth to get it inspected and to have someone take a look to see if there's anything that's going on. Prevention, prevention, prevention. It's always better to come to the dental office and have a small cavity be filled or corrected, because sometimes you don't even need 
uh, any anesthetic. That's the beauty of it. Come in, it costs less, it doesn't hurt, all of those things. But also, please understand that your mouth, again, is connected to the rest of your body. A lot of people don't understand or know that they can sometimes use their medical insurance to help cover some of the treatments that they need in their mouth. So I always tell patients, hey, ask your dentist, have a conversation with your dentist to see if something can be covered through your medical insurance that maybe you had no idea about, because that's an extra wallet that you have to have to extra, I mean, that's an extra wallet you have so that you can help cover some of your treatment costs. So just ask your dentist. That was a great, what's your 365? Your mouth is connected to the rest of your body. Okay. Point blank in the period. So if your mouth stank, there's a good chance that your rest of the, the rest of your body is funky. Get it together. There could be that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lowe, thank you so much for chatting with us and the 365ers. If people want to reach out to you, um, do you have a social media that they can uh, find you at? Yes, you can reach us at Awesome Smiles VA on Instagram. We're also uh, with the same tagline on Facebook. Awesome Smiles, that's with an S. VA is in Virginia and Apple is in Apple, or A is in Apple, I should say. Um, you can always find us on the website at awesomesmilesva.com. And of course, you can always just come visit us. We're only about 25 minutes outside of DC in Gainesville, Virginia, uh, which is, like I said, not that far away at all in the DMV area. And you can just actually come over and see us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, because again, the mouth is connected to the what? the rest of your body i'm gonna be saying that for the rest of the year let somebody come up to me with funky breath your mouth is connected to the rest of your body you need to handle that <laughs> dr Lowe, thank you so much 365ers as always if you have something that you want us to cover um or talk about hit us up on instagram at black health 365 um black health 365 i'm on instagram at love jackie page and you can find me on all platforms at ProfitFitness.life. As always, 365ers, it is your responsibility to be an advocate for your health. Peace. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels, created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez, executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell, editing and production, Jahi Whitehead, sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.